morning, everyone. <laughs> Welcome along. Good to see you. A few, uh, few of the early birds up and at it already. Good to see. Uh, good to see you on this morning, James. How you going, mate? Stephen. Good to see you. Stu. How are you, mate? Haven't seen you for ages. Hope you're well, buddy. Hope you're well. Brad's in the house as well. <coughs> hey, hey, good morning. Whoever you are, you must know me. I don't know your name, but if I do know you very well, then good morning. Fabulous Facebook user. Hey, hey, another one there. Uh, good old Facebook shows, uh, doesn't show the names if you're in the groups, but that's okay. Fantastic to have you here. Good, uh, good, uh, good to see you all, folks. Uh, that's awesome, Stu. Let's get into it. Let's warm the uh, let's warm the old uh, wheels up as we get going this morning, Thursday. If you didn't already know, most of you do. I always do the quick intros just to make sure. Jason Witten's my name, and uh, welcome along. If you're new, we've had a few newbies uh, of late. We've had a fair few people joining our coaching and mentoring program, which is awesome and amazing. So if that's you, let us know in the chat. We do this 10 past 8 each weekday. Make sure you subscribe and get the alerts and so on if you want to catch the lives. Or they are recorded, folks, and they're turned into podcasts and vodcasts and all sorts of content that you can catch up on uh, at a later stage as well. So uh, if that's uh, if uh, daylight savings is uh, a bit of a pain, then... Uh, Maybe you catch the replay. Anyway, there you go. Oh, that's awesome, Stu. Good luck with the settlement today. I'm sure it'll go well, which is awesome. Uh, let's uh, let's have a bit of a yarn uh, today. I thought we'd talk about uh, yesterday. We talked about growth, right? We talked about the drivers of growth when it comes to our property portfolio, folks. Uh, and we went through Sam's forex growth forex uh, growth plan. The idea that you can do a deal. And it has some inherent growth when you purchase the thing or you can do something to it in a one or two year period and, and, and push growth, like force growth. Uh, there's the location of the property. There's location growth in your real estate. Uh, there's market growth. And market growth is where the majority of the growth comes from, where the, the you know, inflation um, and uh, population and infrastructure and Money and all sorts of stuff drives the growth, the, the most growth in real estate uh, over the medium to long term. Uh, and then, you know, we talked about the, the fourth driver, which is the overdriver, the overvalue growth, things that can push properties more than uh, the regular thoughts or properties when it comes to the behaviors, the styles, the designs, the, the desires of, of that property and its location and other bits and pieces. So. All of those four uh, pieces apply to rent growth also, folks. So they also apply to your rent growth. Can you do something the day you buy a property? Yes, you can renovate and the rent go up. All of those things apply. Um, but I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, some other things when it comes to, you know, rent growth this morning. Morning, Chris. When it comes to our property investing. So let's get into it today. What's going to drive our rent growth? you know, over time uh, and uh, the things we need to keep an eye on sort of short, medium and long term when it comes to our properties and the things that we do and, you know, how we invest. You guys have seen this before. This is our three stages of investing, the acquisition stage, the consolidation stage and 
we we call this the lifestyle slash legacy stage, you know, uh, where, you know, hopefully we get to enjoy the spoils of our uh, of our efforts uh, at some point in the future. And, you know, it takes uh, takes a little bit of time to get there. But, you know, over time, you know, your values uh, increase. You want your rents to increase as well. And ultimately, ultimately, folks, you want your debts to go down, right? That's that's the drill. If I was to explain it in one simple diagram uh, over time, right? Over time, this is it. It's really simple. Buy some properties that go up in value. The rents hopefully go up too at some point, at some point sooner rather than later, the crossover between the rent covering all the costs and reducing the debt takes over from your pocket. So, so for most of us, we have to put some money and some capital in. We have to put cash in to get this thing started, right? So, you know, we have to put either equity, cash, and or cash flow into the stuff to get the ball rolling. But over here, later on, this is where we get to take some cash out, right? This is where equity and cash comes out. It flows into our world. And, you know, we can start to, you know, benefit from that. The in that we put in comes back. Um, and it's a really interesting one when we talk about this. This is quite interesting. I, you know, I talk about this all the time. What happens, a lot of property investors forget um, forget that if they put $100,000 into a deal and they're able to refinance that, that money out of a deal in this sort of section here, you know, acquisition is all about the purchasing of a property. The money that comes back, I'll just give you an example right now. I put a couple of hundred thousand dollars into a house that I'm building up in Brisbane, uh, you know, all up. It was close to 780, 770 something, 778 or something. Uh, and now the valuations come back at 1.2 and I'll be, I'll be getting all, every cent of my $200,000 back that I put into the property, no money in. So, so my return on cash is 100%, all of my money back. And now my cash flow and return from that property will, you know, uh, will be pretty, pretty sweet. So, you know, 100% cash on cash return, my capital uh, return. And now in that deal, the returns on that deal now are exponential, you know, um, because there's no cash in there. I just need, uh, just need the cash flow to, to run. So we put stuff in and we get stuff out. How can we see this section here? This section here where the crossover, the part where we want our, you know, maybe our properties to go from negative uh, to positive cash flow, cash flow, the sooner it can, you know, take the weight off your pocket, the sooner it can produce a little bit of extra uh, cash flow and, and, and cash, uh, the better, right? So the better. So how can we make this happen faster? The first sort of zero to kind of seven years is acquisition you know, seven to sort of 10 years usually is kind of that consolidation stage. And up here sort of, you know, what I, what I, took, what I say all the time, it's like a 15 to 20 year window. So today, really, most of the conversation is going to be about this stage here, this consolidation stage, when we talk about the rents, excuse me, the rents, what can we do? Uh, what needs to happen in that stage? And that stage the consolidation stage is 
Yeah, absolutely. Tim, keep your borrowing costs as low as possible for sure. Always, always, always. I do it every 12 months, but you know, sometimes, you know, every six months is worth doing. Check your equity and then check your um, interest rates, all right? You know, uh, when it comes to your lending. Navigating your lending is so, so important continuously. But this middle stage, right, the consolidation stage, uh, I have got another another name for it or called the triple M stage. The triple M stage. This is all, you know, interesting uh, jargon anyway. But, you know, what is the triple M stage when it comes to uh, the consolidation stage? Well, anyone want to try and guess what the, the three M's might stand for? I'll get into it today because, uh, you know, I always end up sort of rabbiting on running out of time. <laughs> Manage. Number one, give me a few suggestions. In the management stage, the manage stage, what do you need? Uh, absolutely vital, a good property manager. A good property manager. More importantly, folks, uh, probably a good property management company or office where you have your properties because property management by and large um, uh, is quite challenging industry. Certainly it attracts a lot of younger people uh, and uh, sometimes it has a bit of turnover. So you want, you want to try and find a property manager that's mature, that's got some experience, uh, you know, and a business that uh, uh, is very keen to maximize and ma uh, manage your property well. What do I mean by that, right? So a property manager, not only do they need to do, you know, the inspections, you know, they need to make sure um, the rental checks uh, are going on. Most uh, most property managers, uh, manage your PMs, exactly. Um, most property managers are not great at analysing the market, right? They're not looking at the stats and the data and whatever. Find one that does that because, you know, if if you can uh, put your rent up $50, uh, but you miss that opportunity and the lease re renews at a lower rate, you know, $50 times 52, um, you know, that can be quite significant uh, amount of money over the year. And uh, if you compound that over 15 or 20 years of, of ownership, you know, that's, um, you know, that's pretty significant. Yeah, communication, the comms, what, what comes out, you know, um, the that um you know are they across the legislation right legislation uh do they do um proper tenant checks all right um the tenant checks making sure you get a good quality tenant the managed part of it is is so vital but often overlooked one of the other parts that that i think are really important you've got to be careful with the managed part of it um does that um, uh, does that company also sell um, residential real estate? Uh, and you've got to be very careful that the lines don't get blurred because the property management team uh, and the sales team are kind of looking to get more sales listings because they make more money out of selling rather than property management. So there's a few things there you've got to make sure you keep an eye on. The manage. Your property manager, absolutely vital rental increases, the legislation, choosing the tenant, communication, um, and, and the list goes on, okay? Now, to be honest, the PM is vital across all of these, absolutely vital across all of these. So you can kind of layer this 
um, as you go, all right? What's the maintain part? What's the maintain part? Well, uh, this, is, this is pretty important. For you as a property investor, I prefer to buy new properties. I don't want to, you know, manage bloody secondhand properties. It's just, it's a pain in the ass. I've done it. Uh, and I can tell you right now, my experience now, just by brand new warranties, guarantees, the lot. Uh, anyway, that's just me. But if you have an older property, um, uh, if you have an older property or your property starts to get tired or things break, maintaining that um, is vital, folks. A couple of things. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. You know, so a couple of things with, with maintenance. Now, if something breaks, let me ask you in the chat here. You know, let's say, let's say, for example, uh, the oven breaks. Let's say the oven breaks in someone's house, in, in your rental property. How fast, how fast do you need to replace that or, or, or should you replace it? Folks, put that in the chat for me, right? The oven broke, right? How fast should it be replaced? Uh, you know, how fast should, uh, you know, a leaking tap be replaced? How fast should, you know, the broken toilet seat be replaced? Exactly, Tim. Exactly, Brad. Immediately. And, and I see this all I see this all the time. Not not uh, not that much from our clients at Positive, but those who are, are not very good landlords, they might spend a week getting all the best quotes. They say to the property manager, oh, listen, get me three quotes and send me an email and I'll get to it on Friday. The, no. No, that is terrible, right? Bad, um, bad landlording, all right? How do you do that? You don't hesitate, exactly. Um, replace everything straight away. You know, your tenant is your partner in wealth, folks, right? And this is like, I completely disagree with a lot of people's attitude about, oh, bad tenants and stuff like that. Yes, there are tenants that are undesirable and you need to manage that. But you know what? Your tenant is your partner in wealth. They're paying you the rent so you can own a property. Um, so make sure you, you you appreciate that. If something breaks, you know, replace it ASAP. What what I do is I give my um, my uh, property manager, uh, don't even ask me for anything under 500 bucks. Just get it done, right? Get it done. 500 bucks, don't even ask me. Don't even ask me. Anything over 500 bucks, send me a text um, and I'll, I'll respond immediately. All right. That, that's, that's right. Better quality properties get better quality tenants. Exactly, um, Alison. Not only will you keep better tenants um, and you'll end up with uh, a better income, folks, if you maintain your properties uh, systematically over time, you do small upgrades, replace the carpet, you know, lights, whatever. What what I see is, you know, let's say over time, let's say this is, let's say this is ten years, uh, and you do very little maintenance, then at some point you have to spend a whole lot of money, and this might be like 30, 40k in one big go, if you haven't maintained your property properly, and what that might you might have to spend a big amount of money up front, or or in one go you might have weeks and weeks of vacancy and it creates more of a problem. If you maintained your property a little bit as you go, right, then, you know, you might only have to spend 10K on a, on a, on a 
uh, a bit more of an upgrade to keep your property up to speed and, and earning the money that you want in that marketplace. Maintaining your property is absolutely essential. Absolutely essential. Last one is always the fun one, right? The fun one. How do we maximize, team? How do we maximize your property uh, and uh, really, you know, kick this thing out of the park? Well, there's some few cool things, right? How do you maximize it? Um, for me, for you, there's a few ways. If you And most of us will have an existing property. So you can add 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 a value like add let's say a granny flat right a granny flat uh add a second dwelling you know rent uh rent by room i know a lot of people at the moment are doing some rent by room stuff and getting quite a good amount of um income out, out of their room you know one of my properties i fully furnished it and uh the rental yield is like six uh six point nine six point seven percent like it's just you know, close to seven percent like it's it's fantastic. So, you know, um, what can you do? What can you do to maximize your rental? You know, once you have that property, add something, add a, a, an income stream, add a granny flat, add a, a, a second dwelling or something like that. Uh, maybe you knock down rebuild into the future, but, you know, that might be or develop it with a maximize strategy. But, you know, uh, maybe rent by room, uh, short, short letting, Airbnb furnished, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So there's some things. Your PM needs to be helping the whole time. These two are the most important in the early days, right? This great management and maintain your property well because your property will fall behind the market. It falls behind the market and then it starts to decline. And then, you know, folks, um, you know, your property manager then struggles to feel excited about your property as well, right? Um, if you give a property manager a really, you know, average property, you know, it's human nature, folks. You know, they'll work on something that's easier and 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 uh, more fun than working on something that's pretty average. You know, attracting average tenants. You know, they're they're people too. They'd prefer to work with um, you know better quality humans in life, just like you would. Um, so you know, your property managers uh, certainly, uh, you know, are uh, are excited to work on good, well maintained properties. That's for sure. All right, that's it from me today, folks. Uh, hopefully that was useful. Yesterday we did growth of uh, property values. Today we're talking about growth and maintenance of our rent values into the future. Uh, and we'll continue our little journey on this deep dive into the strategies and the tactics and the process of creating and understanding our property investing. Uh, tomorrow, I'm not, uh, I'm not here tomorrow, having a day off tomorrow, folks. And uh, I'll be back on Monday next week. Is it Monday next week? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, and then we're going to start to do some uh, awesome things, which is bring along what, what we call our six-star team to the Wealth Coffee Chats in the morning. So uh, we're going to get uh, get the six-star team in and uh, giving you guys uh, an update, a heads up, uh, a bit of a chat about what's going on out there in the marketplace. All right. Well, that's it from me, folks. Thanks for joining. Appreciate you being here, Stephen, Allison, Brad, Aaron, Tim. Uh, who else was in the house there? Fritz, Sanjiv, who's ever still around? Jeff, Luke, there you go. Uh, there's a few people on this morning, Cole, Stu. Thanks for joining, folks. All right, that's it from me. Adios, team. Take care and uh, see you tomorrow. No, you won't see me tomorrow. Sorry, see you on Monday. All right, I'm having a day off tomorrow. Bye. See ya. <laughs>